Sundance Square in but Fort did, Worth. Didn't they have like it's like sand or what? It was a, I thought it was, I heard it was like a nightmare. Like it was not good. Yeah, I, I don't remember if they brought something like that in, but they they definitely had a big above ground pool, and there was about <laughs> six people who picked Reiner up in the air and threw him into the pool. Oh shit! And he was pissed because I mean this is kind of early cell phone days, but. Yeah, he had like his phone and stuff in his pocket and it ruined it. And second thing was we were uh, like right in front of the stage for the time wasters. And uh, well, they might have just been doing roundtables, but they invited this guy up on the stage and his friend got him to go up there. Well, it turns out this guy that they got to go up there, I don't think he spoke very good English. And for some reason, when he got up there, he was under the impression that he was supposed to fight somebody. So (laughs) I'm trying to think of who it was uh, with the station. I don't know if it was David Robinson, but somebody was up there. And this guy they brought up on the stage, like literally, like he had he had the fists up like he was ready to go was he like somebody some, had, was he some russian guy it was just like i no. whenever, whenever i get pulled up on stage i just fight <laughs> <laughs> no he he was definitely of uh oh okay if if he had crossed a border it would have been the southern border <laughs> and i don't know why does that mean i'm not racist that i went to that i went to russian instead of <laughs> I don't know. I think it's fair either okay. way. Okay. But it was a weird it was a weird scene. Like they had to grab him and they were trying to explain to him. That, I can't remember why they brought him up there. I don't know if it was to sing. I just remember he got up there and then another guy with the station walked out and then this guy like bowed up to him, like, All right, well I guess we fight now. And they were like, No, 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 no. Oh wow. Okay. And and then they got his friend to pull him off the stage and that was the end of that and it was uh yeah, that wasn't one that we stayed for very long. It was all right, but I think they, there wasn't a whole lot to it. Like I remember, like, well, in the early teen aughts, is that how you say it? But like, I was living in Louisville, and they would have, you know, Sneaky Pete's. They would go to Sneaky Pete's, so it was like down the road for me. So I, I think maybe the first year I was out there, I didn't even go. I was like, ah, it's too far. But, uh, yeah, we, that was like the one time we walked in and I was, I think it was me and Jacob and we walked in and, uh, oh crap. Uh, what's his name? He's from the American gladiators. Uh, oh, I think wow. it was nitro nitro. Is it a white guy? <laughs> yeah. And is that the one yeah. with the slick hair back? Like, yeah, that's the one I remember yeah. him as. Yeah. Nitro. And, uh, apparently, well, I'll tell you right now, nitro definitely, uh, I I have to look back, I guess, and and research this, but I don't think uh, I don't think Nitro is getting COVID. 
I went in for uh, I went in for the handshake and he and he fist bumped me, Chris Arnold. Oh. Me. <laughs> so, okay, I was still I thought, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you meant like it was impossible for him to get COVID because his lungs have already stopped. <laughs> no, it was it was mostly because he, he I he I could tell real early I was oh he's a he's a fist bump fist bumper. Wow, nitro. That's pretty. Uh... That was a big, get. big deal. They'd go, hey, Nitro, you got to go out to Louisville, Lake Louisville to do this interview. And he's like, oh. well, I guess so. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure he could use the 250 bucks. I God. You feel like, what's the uh, Nitro from uh, American Gladiators? <laughs> Daniel, got, his, his name is Daniel Lee. He's got to be in his his 50s by now right yeah, he's, he's yeah he's 56 i was gonna say okay. net worth <laughs> <laughs> if it's over a million dollars i'm leaving the podcast right now well I, it might be lower than that because i can't even find him <laughs> okay On he cele- might be doing okay but he's probably had like a, a gym or something like that you know to start it off i don't know i only remember nitro and gemini those are the only two that I remember. Hmm. Nitro. I can't now. I'm, I'm. I've got another like nitro esque name in there in my head, but I can't. Like, I can't remember any of the the women that were on there. I can't remember. Um, it was like Viper and Sniper. I don't know. I mean, you could just name a take a shot. And you might get it. I'm. I'm looking. Why is this being so difficult? Like I want to know what their names are. If you're Wikipedia, that'd be like one of the main things that you do. Boy, that was a regular Saturday night staple for years, though. Oh yeah, like I mean, right after Saturday Night Live, it was let's let's go. We've got an hour of Gladiators. Are you kidding me? Well, I would say it's like the original. Uh, what's what's that? Uh, where you like fall and stuff. On big balloon <laughs> splash wipe, wipe out. That's it. Yeah, but it's like one of those shows that you can watch people get their ass beat and just uh, beat up by American gladiators. Well, we didn't have to watch it in prime time either. When was it was it? like a band that wasn't quite popular yet. It's it was Laser. The best. That's what it is. Laser and Turbo and Gemini. There's Gemini right there. Oh, Gemini. He was a force. <laughs> And diamond, there was ice. Okay, okay. There was tower. I don't. We're, I mean, we was, might be getting into the. I, I can't believe Nitro is this far down because Nitro was the one that I remember like vividly. Uh, he was he was probably the most charismatic. List tower of gladiators. Like a, Here we go. Was Tower a really tall white guy? I was thinking like a yeah. That's what I would think. I'm glad I didn't. I had show notes, and I'm like, why? Why am I even trying here? We're just going to talk about American Gladiators. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, am I recording? No. Okay. But D- Diamond and Ice, yeah, those. Now, now it's coming back to me. The bl- blood starting to flow a little bit. What was the? Uh, I saw Laser, and that was one of those in my, in my, in my head. I was like, it's like Laser, but it's also like I'm thinking of. Uh, uh, Dodgeball, where this is laser yeah, was, and blazer, blade, <laughs> blazer. Blade, laser and blazer. Yeah. So, yeah, American Gladiators. Well, welcome to another dumb podcast. That was the cold open. 
I was gonna. I, we didn't really find a spot to like um, put the intro music in. I'm gonna. I'm gonna officially put the NW music in the front. I'm thinking that's a good idea. No, that's that's fine. I don't know what the American Gladiators theme is. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Let's let's see if I can find it. So speaking of something that's similar now, do you ever watch uh, the Titan Games with The uh, Rock? No. <laughs> well, I figured if you <laughs> if The Rock is involved, you're there. So. It's, I've seen it. It's pretty good. The only thing about it is it it seems like they always they're always dealing with the same course. So it's just kind of who's the champ at the time. Well, like in some region, and then they just run the same thing every time. Okay, that song, that that music really gets me though. Oh man, that's awesome! <laughs> That'll it get you pumped up. By, it was hosted by some like bodybuilding guy, I think. I, I thought it was like the guy who did like, um, I don't know the shopping uh shopping cart uh the the grocery store show what is that show called i'm really blanking sweet yeah there we go i'm really blanking tonight sorry i pre uh, okay so as i'm just going through random stuff that used to be on tv do you remember when there were like fitness and exercise shows on espn and espn 2 in the morning it was one, it I can was only like, think of like fishing shows, but I guess there probably was uh, what's her name, Suzanne or whatever. Not a. There was one my mom she had the tapes of, and I know she that thing was on ESPN too. I'm trying to think. There was one I think it was Body by Jake. Oh yes, yes. And then there was another one. There, there were a couple of them that aired, and literally it was 30 minutes of people just working out outside, like they would have. They had this nice, like, tropical background and just some outdoor equipment, and they'd show you some new exercises. Oh, really? Okay. For you to work out. It's pretty it helpful. It's pretty convenient. Yeah. That's pretty helpful. Service to the community. Just Whatever do a little. Big, big reach. Thanks, Reach Jay. it up. Reach it up. Good. Good. Now it's come across the body. Across the body. Lunging with the leg. Lunging with the leg. What is this ball? Do they sell that? that? <laughs> There's no way that works. So let me. Bobby's looking nice today. For the listeners, let today. me I'm say Jake has is now pimping is this. It looks like a pimp cane that they have in their hands, <laughs> and they're just going from side to side, to side to side. <laughs> do you think? Do you think fitness and exercise has progressed over the last generation? <laughs> I don't know. Like you ever see the? I'm gonna blank on his name again. the The old guy from the like 1950s, Jack, George Atlas. No, <laughs> no, Jack, Jack Lalane. Jack Lalane is what I was thinking. That dude was jacked back in the day. Like when, like they go look at the 1960s clips of him. Was he was he the one that like never actually lifted weights? He just did all. No, like just natural lifting your body weight type. No, stuff? he was like one of those first people who were like using like machines and stuff. Okay, I think you're thinking of uh, Herschel Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know he used to do two thousand push-ups a day? I've heard that a couple times. <laughs> There's no way 
anyone's doing 2,000 push-ups in a day. Well, you're not... Yeah, I was going to say... I wanted to see how many, how much uh, Jake had made from... It. The first thing you hear is Jake's net worth. He had oh he made like fifteen million, and he was. Oh, that oh, what movie that was show that? was on for a while. Yeah. I mean, it had it had studio iterations. It had outdoor versions. I mean, I think that was a probably late eighties until the early well late nineties to early two thousands that it was on. Yeah, no, it was so. all over, and then out of nowhere, I guess he just got old. I don't know. But uh, what what movie was he in? Was it um, was it coming to America or was it? He was the cab driver of some sort. Do you remember that? Oh, he was the cab driver. Uh, God, oh yeah, he was the Wait, guy who's like, watch out, you. He said something very foul too. Like he no, was... he he said no. Akeem walked out and said halt to the cab, <laughs> yeah. and he got out and said, "You dumb f." <laughs> Yes, yes. Yeah, that's right. So that's who it was? I never knew that. Yeah, that's fine. That? that was one of the first things whenever I watched that movie for the first time. Yes, he is down at Coming to America, Cab Driver. His that's body awesome. by Jake. That was one of the first things. Because I, uh, I only remember uh, Body by Jake. His big thing was always on, on US, the USA Network. Okay. All, all his little ads would be on USA Network, and I he I wouldn't see that, but he'd be like, "Oh, get this machine, my body by Jake." But, <laughs> get this, get this bar. <laughs> you got twist back and forth. Yeah, well, so I think he had uh, that one was a '91 clip. I think years down the road, he had he had developed uh, more uh, sophisticated machines. But uh, I just want to dedicate this show, though, to. We lost somebody this week. It's a pretty big Uh-oh. loss. Pretty big loss, at least on my mind. But um, you talking about animal? Yes. <laughs> I knew Jay. I had it in my head that Jay would ruin my reveal because <laughs> everybody's like, "Oh yeah, it is really bad that Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away." And it's like, no, it's it's animal. Well, okay. So it, either of them passing away is not your thumbs down. Okay, what was the more sho- what was the more shocking of the deaths? The more shocking is the one who's not approaching ninety <laughs> and battling cancer. Yeah, it's like I can't it's believe more... she couldn't hang on, man. She's but it, but it's close because I think Animal was like sixty. He was and... he was sixty, but like that's a that's like a hundred and forty two for nineties or eighties nineties wrestler. So right. But he he was on. They had a a dark side of the ring episode oh, about the Road Warriors. Absolutely, and that was great. I, I liked that and, one. Yeah, and you know they portrayed Hawk as this guy who. Well, I mean he did, uh, by all accounts, who just sleep was uh, that wasn't for him. He was in the gym, he was in the ring, and then he went and partied, and he was drinking and doing coke all the time. But that for Hawk, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. And I'm then, sorry. Yeah, I had it in my head that you said animal because animal was no, like no, the no. the total like he. I don't think he. Well, yeah, he probably partied a little bit, but not as hard as well, not much. I mean, not near as hard he, as Hawk. He was telling the story, but um, the way it was portrayed is like they'd have a show and he'd go back to the hotel and just kind of watch TV, call his family, and go to bed. Yeah, and that was it. So 
I mean, he's 60. I don't know what he died of. Did, did anybody hear heart attack or? I don't know. I mean, from roid belly. I don't think that's a thing. They literally put that on there. Roid belly is definitely a thing. Do you not know what roid <laughs> really? belly is? Yeah. No. If you see some of those, uh, re- re- it's it's specific to wrestlers. If you notice the ones that have uh, maybe had done a lot of steroids and then over time had maybe cycled off or gained a little weight, and then I think ro- I think Animal had one of the more prominent roid bellies I could remember. Is that uh, is that what is happening to Chris Jericho right now? He he's not exactly yeah. lean. Yeah, not he's he's like fluctuated, but now he's full. I think he does have a little bit of a roid belly. Yeah, he could. I think he does. I like that guy though, dude. He's I like that guy. Uh, he's one of those guys. I don't know this is the wrestling podcast now. He's one of those guys who fully has he just goes you know what i'm gonna do something different now i'm gonna do something different so dude, he used to front a metal band he still does he takes well, ti- I don't, he, I, he takes time off to yeah um sorry i don't know how to oh there we go yeah is that's that, not impressive <laughs> is that but look out just jacked Jericho was at one point, but not that not that point, not that point. Well, that's what I mean. He was obviously at the forefront of AEW being put together. But like, I mean, he's one of the ma- main people that made it happen. But like, they made him their champ at the beginning, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I can't buy into this. Well, I think they need. Well, I guess we could get into this, but I don't know. It's it's like you got to have that name, and now. They're just, now they're gonna put it on. I don't know. I don't really watch AEW, but <laughs> no, it's I, it's I actually did. it's such a carny. Uh, I, actually, I, it's a it's a carny organization, especially after Matt Hardy took one on the dome, on the concrete. <laughs> I was like, this is such a carny organization that they're just doing I, I stunts like that. I don't have uh, I don't have the time to follow both of them, so I just have to make a choice. One and I'll, I, I've decided to side with Vince, even though you know WWE messes up plenty of stuff. But that's who my allegiance is with, at least for the moment. Do you watch both of them? Yeah, but uh, well, actually, both. There's all three. Well, There's NXT, Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. But I, uh, yes, but I DVR it and then watch it after the fact. So. I've, I'm, so I'll, I'm just a SmackDown a, guy. Yeah, so. I mean, I'll watch, you know, uh, SmackDown in 45 minutes on Saturday morning or late Saturday night or something. That's probably way to do it. Well, when there, there was no sports, like when the COVID started, and then I'd look at, you know, we we do a Friday dinner at my parents' house, and I go, "Hey guys, we're gonna watch wrestling tonight," and then now okay. it's now it's on. Every week now, <laughs> every <laughs> week, they love That's it. Awesome. They love it in a sense, you know. Like I go, just stop. Don't overanalyze it. It's fun. Just put it into the fun factor, and it'll be fun. Yeah. And they've they've bought in totally. Like, hey, the the return of Roman Reigns, thumbs up as a heel. I love it. That's what he needed across, to do. Across the board, it, it absolutely works. Yeah, with and with Heyman, so. 
R.I.P. Yep. Brock. All right. Well, I did have. He'll be back. Yeah, he's got to go fight somebody real quick, and then he'll come back. But I don't know. I, I was a uh, one thing I was going to look through here. Um, now I can't play the audio. I, I might send it to you later. But um, I was going th- okay <laughs> at my job. I've had some downtime, so I've been cleaning out my uh, hard drives and looking through. I, I used to for a while um, either pull stuff off the unticket or I'll find some type of recording. And I found one where they uh, they woke up. Um, I forgot who they were playing. Hold on, I'm gonna fully know who they were playing. But there was a uh, the stars were playing. And there was this big hit on on New and Dyke. Okay, you yeah, know who I'm talking it's, about. Uh, Brian Marchment. Ooh, there we go. That's what I like to hear. So, do you even San know Jose about this? Call? Do you even know about? Okay, San Jose Sharks. That's right. So, do you know who the? Uh, have you heard of this call? Uh, yeah. I mean, I remember hearing it, and this would have been. It's like 98 oh, or something. Uh, yeah, I think. Maybe earlier. Because it sounded like it was, they hadn't won a cup. No, not yet. It was either 96 or 97. Well, I guess it would have had to been. Because one of those years they lost to Edmonton, I think, in the first mm-hmm. round. Yeah. So it was one of those two years. Because I remember this was right after I got out of high school. So it was one of the first two years after that. But I remember hearing this, yeah, that they – they got Brian Marchment's uh, number at his hotel and called him. I, like he talked to him for like ten or fifteen minutes. Oh, I, it was, uh, and I'm maybe I'll put it at the end of this because it was just like the most odd thing that Brian, like, was just gonna stay on the phone with them. Yeah, he's like he like they woke him up, and he's like hello, and I thought it was like literally about to start like a Gordo skit. Like hello, and no, it was. Um, oh, I put Bill in there. I don't know why I put Bill. I'm getting definitely not Bill. It's okay now. It's going up, Brian. Uh, but yeah, it's all over this hit of of uh, of uh, Newendike. It was really dirty. I mean, I, I wish Jacob was here to like fully tell me it was pretty dirty. But I, I'm going to go ahead that it was dirty. Um. And after this ad, we'll watch this. It's horrible. Uh, like, uh, it's nineteen, yeah, nineteen ninety eight audio, but uh, or video here. So he just ran him into the boards. He ran him into the boards, but he also like held his leg. Okay. So and that's and they're pushing his knee into the boards, which is diabolical. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah like yeah, right yeah. here, he holds into his leg. He's like, "Huh, sucks for you, dude." <laughs> So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to put that at the end of the – I just found that so strange that they found the number to Bill, uh, to Brian Marchman, and he just sat on the phone with him. He's like, well, it was a really dirty hit, don't you think? He's like, well, I don't know. You know I think it's all okay. You know, like, he's just him and Han, like, you know, it's just hockey. Eh? You know, like uh. – Yeah, he was super casual about it. I, I think I remember that because – uh, I think I was in junior college at the time, and I'm pretty sure that I stayed in my car to listen to that interview, and and then waltzed into class five or ten minutes late. 
Oh, that would have definitely that would have definitely been one where you're like, I can't believe this. Ad- I I definitely can't get out of the car right now. Oh yeah, and obviously now it's paid off. <laughs> oh yeah, twenty some odd years later. I just well I I remember hearing that, but now it's but not when it happened. I think I was I believe eleven. No, yeah, you probably didn't hear it live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was eleven years old. Probably not listening to the musers, but I remember hearing it probably ten years ago. And I was like, this is just wild. And then as I'm looking through, I might. So definitely during some of the podcasts, I will be putting in some secret fun ticket audio that I have found into the archives. So, yeah, that was that was the wildest thing. I'd never. I don't know. I just don't know why well, he didn't hang up on them like after like five it, seconds. Uh, yeah. And I think it kind of I don't want to say backfired on them. But I think they called him just to to prank him or give him a hard time or or what have you. Oh, George talk- was like George was like giving him the business. Was, they talked to him for like a whole segment, and then at the end, they were kind of like, "Well, you know that hit was pretty dirty, but I don't know. It kind of seems like he's not that bad of a guy." <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, that's that's the way I came. With. It's like really dirty player, but he did stay on us for an entire segment. He filled he filled time for us, so that was yeah. nice of him. There you go. So, yeah. Wow. Um, oh, okay. Well, I guess I was going to talk about. Are we going to like talk sports? Like, is this a sports podcast? I don't know. Are we gonna. You want to talk two point conversions or? I, mean, I again, I don't think I care. <laughs> You're gonna have to explain the cowboy game to me. I like watched part of it. Oh, you didn't see it? I, well, I did see it, but I saw it in like parts, and then uh, I was mowing. It, I was I was podcast mowing. It was not to break down the game itself, like in sports detail, but it was even from somebody who, at this point, I watch every game, but I don't really get real emotionally tied to it. Okay, so it's not just so. I know me and Jacob have this. But like okay. we used to get super wild about games, and like every game we lost, it was horrible. Every game we won, it's just amazing. So you're right at the age where that kind of <laughs> broke for me as well. To uh, really, it was like yeah. around my mid 30s because I absolutely have episodes of uh, in my 20s and early 30s of breaking stuff and having to like just go outside and walk around the neighborhood. Because I am so distraught. emotional yeah. after a loss, yeah, just fully distraught. But e- even with like, I'll watch it. I want them to win. Don't get me wrong. I don't want them to lose. But uh, if they had lost that game, I would have just gotten up and whatever I needed to do next, it would have been fine. But even just having a pretty middle of the road approach to everything at the end of that game, I was emotionally exhausted oh uh, well i think if you were following along all the way through you were oh, yeah because I, I saw the whole game yeah if you were because like what had well uh, you can give me your but i was i was mowing so then i came inside i go oh yeah there's a cowboy game at noon didn't even know i like, came in like 12 30 inside and i was like okay let me turn this cowboy game for a little bit and i turned it on for the half I go, this is pretty awful. 
Like I don't. That was laughable. I really don't want to watch this. So then I had to. Uh, I went over to my parents' house real quick, and my my poor dad. Uh, oh, no. I have nothing but respect for him. I really do, but he is really taking this. Uh, like he, you know how. Um, what Bob Sturm talks about how like in '94 his dad told him that I'm never watching baseball again over that. <laughs> This is what my dad's going through right now. <laughs> okay. And so he doesn't have the cowboy game at all on. Oh. And I go, okay, you know, it's no big deal. So I get back home and I'm still doing stuff and I didn't even really, like I f- literally thought the game was completely out of reach. Like who cares? Like they're getting their right. ass whooped. And then I kind of um, looked at it. I see the score getting closer and then I I totally forgot. And then I looked on Twitter and it's like, how about that win? And I go, excuse me? And then I looked on my YouTube TV and I was actually behind. I was sitting there, but I wasn't really paying attention. I go, they're about to win this game? Because I was in the third quarter, like mid-third right. quarter. I'm like, there's no way they're winning this game. And then I eventually fast forward all the fun parts and then watch the onside kick and everything else. Yeah, so... so- yeah, I imagine if I imagine if I watch that entire game, I don't know. God willing, you know, Godspeed that you even watch that entire game because that's a hard. That was uh, that seemed like a hard game to watch. It it was, and there's been a lot of talk this week on when you go for two and when you don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, uh, if to you me, came for that for that podcast today, you're going to be a sorely. Disappointed. No. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> you were you were, you were down fifteen. Seven plus eight equals fifteen. Eight plus seven equals fifteen. However way you want to do it. Yeah. Just do it that way. But I will tell you, they score at the end, and they line up for this onside kick, and they they show them like put the ball because he doesn't have it on a tee of any kind. They just put the ball down, and they called it the the watermelon kick, and it it's like a watermelon okay. out there. Question. I remember. I feel like I've seen that before, but is that totally rare? Or is that a a, a thing I've that happens never, all the time? I've never seen it the way that they did it. They usually and, do they put it on the side with the T or yeah, I think you usually put the T out there, but then you don't really put the ball on the T. You kind of lean it up against it. Yeah, okay. Because you wanted to kick it at the top, and you get that you get a bounce, and then that big bounce up in the air. But that was before they changed the rules, because now you can't. They've changed. Uh, I can't. They've changed the rules to where no one will ever get onside no, kicks. Onside kicks are basically impossible. Yeah, they need to adopt the rule that the other spring football leagues had. That instead of an onside kick, you just put your offense on the field and you get one play to get like twelve or fifteen yards, and that's how you determine who keeps the ball. Let's hope. The anyway. ro- let's hope. Let's hope the rock keeps that going. Oh, there's no doubt. It's a great. <laughs> it's a great rule. Nobody ever needs to see an onside kick again. They're mis- Yeah, they're miserable. I, I. It's almost to where like we got to kick something around here because it's football. But, <laughs> when he when he kicked that ball and it was slowly rolling about five yards down the field, like I was laughing <laughs> out what loud. What is happening? I thought it was the dumbest thing that I've ever seen in my life. And then about three seconds later, I was celebrating that we had somehow recovered it. It was like living in some kind of weird dimension. 
Well, what I so I've been listening to a little bit of the ticket, but most okay. Uh, I think it was Troy Aitman who brought it up, and he's like, "Did those guys just not know that you could just go get the ball?" I, I, like I it doesn't have it has to cross ten yards for that side, but not right. that side, right? Right. Which now makes but me I, think maybe they need to adopt that at least. I think it. Somebody brought up that uh, just the there's the thought that it was just a kick that looked different than any other one. So, folks that have been playing football their whole <laughs> life, they're just it's ingrained in their mind that an onside kick is going to bounce and it's going to roll and it's going to bounce up in the air, or whatever. This was just slowly rolling, like a, a little a foot at a time, and we don't know what to do what to do with this one. We're going to look and, back on this like 20 years from now. Well, they're definitely not doing this, but it's like on a, on semi-pro when they're doing alley-oops. They're like, you can't just be doing that. Like this, this uh, Yeah, and to your point, like what just happened will never happen again. Never. Because the next time anybody uh, tries this, the other team's just going to walk up. Like you don't even have to – that's what's comical about it is they didn't even have to fall on it with any urgency. Like five, six yards down the field, somebody on the Falcons could have just slowly just knelt down <laughs> and just touched just, the ball. It just, and it's over. And that's the end of the game. Yeah. And that's it. But I think they were just so confounded by how weird it looked, the way they kicked it, that they didn't know what to do. Well, what was actually pretty genius, and I guess Greg Zerline, bravo, man. I, oh, yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to kick it over to to the Cowboys side so the Falcons coaches can't go just get the ball just get it no I mean that was that that's part of the that, that's by design to yeah. get into that but even just to kick it the, in the manner that he did and to get it to go 10 yards like because he it, he just kind of taps the thing honestly I thought it was going to go about six yards and stop and then I was yeah. going to walk outside and disgust. well you can tell when he kicked that when, well, when I saw it, I go, that guy's done that no less than a thousand times. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. He, he's kicked a football on the ground. He's measured out 10 yards and goes, this is this is going to be – I can do this. Like it didn't it, seem like something like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Like he knew what he did. He knew what he was doing. So It was, it was just phenomenal. I mean it's probably just part of your typical – Cowboys nine and seven out in the first or second round of the playoff season, but it was a great moment. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to get anything further than that because that's probably all I know from the Cowboys. So that's that's where I'm going to stop because my focus has always been this week strictly on the stars. And how has it been for you to actually watch the stars? Because you're not a hockey fan. No, but some of my. Some of my anti-hockey sentiment is more of a bit than anything else. It's just kind of over time with uh, obligations that uh, either just developed or I conceived. I just didn't have the time to follow every team, so the stars just kind of got eliminated, and it just became it just became fun just to kind of comment online how unimportant that hockey is and that nobody needs it you know what good bit <laughs> that's a good bit as a, as a guy who's uh i would say the stars currently 
just as as the board is going, is at the top of the list, and it has been since March or wherever. Because right. I knew that I knew the you know Rangers are going to be nothing. I've got nothing for the math. I'm sorry. I just don't. I I don't. <clears throat> I don't care for for basketball particularly, except for that uh that clip that you just showed earlier, um on your Twitter. Oh but, yeah. Uh, but uh, and you know, c- Cowboys is one of those things. It's like. It's like I've been hit by my boyfriend too many times, and I just can't go back. You know. No, hey, I get it, and I think you also, with your college football allegiance, I think you lean towards the University of Texas, if I remember correctly. That is correct. And that analogy works perfectly for that because I am so (laughs) numb to abuse over the last ten plus years that. Nothing can hurt me. I used to argue with people online regarding Texas, and now I'm basically like, yeah, man, they pretty much suck. Yeah. Or they pretty much a disappointment every single year. They're, you can't say anything that I don't agree with. Have you – you never went to Texas, right? I didn't go to school there. Okay. I was – I have an acceptance letter to there, but I never attended there. you go. There. That's the least you can throw that in their face. <laughs> uh, you know – um, Funny thing about the Texas, like for my allegiance, it's more or less ingrained as as a family heirloom to me. Like, okay. like my everybody in my family, I mean, like my grandfather, probably my grandfather's grandfather, or whoever, like they all went to Texas, and my uncles. It's 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 like a whole thing. It's not something where it's like. Okay, I gotta pick a team. I don't know Texas. I live in Texas. It's it's never been right. anything like that. So my Texas allegiance is for is is like I don't know. I celebrate Christmas every year. It's not you know. It's just what I do every year. Okay. That's it's it's like a family tradition. So it's not anything where or you pick the best team. But I've always liked Texas. But whenever I got into college years, I had a lot. A lot of friends who went to uh, the University of Tech, Texas, wherever. I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, over there in Lubbock. And I don't know if it's because of uh, lower uh, score standards. I'm not sure. But (laughs) (laughs) I can't really talk because I didn't go to college. but um, Or at least I didn't go to a formal, uh, full-on college. But... Yeah, a lot of them were always like, you, whatever, you can't say no, like, whatever, so, you know, Texas would beat them. I'd be like, yeah, fuck y'all. Like, and they'd be like, you didn't go there, so shut up. And I'm like, that's the, that's the dumbest, that's the dumbest argument. You, you didn't play on the Dallas Cowboys, so you can't. Right. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I mean, and under that logic, like, you couldn't possibly root for a university when you're under the age of 18 because you haven't gone to school there. That's that's an argument for what I like to call dumb people <laughs> who went to college. So that's who went to college <laughs> and who are also dumb. So, but my favorite my favorite is the guy, and I've met some of these. And I went to high school with some of these. Uh, the guy who like didn't really care for sports or for football, like all the years growing up, and then you get out of high school and they go to. We'll just use tech as the example, and they go to tech. And then you're like two or three years into college, you run into them, and now they're like not only this huge fan, but like a football expert. 
<laughs> and I'm like, football expert. <laughs> I'm like, four years ago, you didn't know or care about anything. Don't talk to me about this allegiance to the sport and all that kind of stuff just because you got on campus and started going to a few games. Well, but, what's, what's kind of funny is like, you know, my friendship with Jacob where it was always – uh, he was a big OU, a big OU fan when we were in high school, and he, you know, it was kind of, you know, he was actually from Oklahoma, but uh, yeah, it was that little. He, we and him always talked about it. It was like that was what we did in high school. You had a team, and you, you know, you razzed the other guy for it, and right. then we got into college, and it was always such a freaking. That's why, like, you listen to the ticket. Like they they really don't want to talk college football because it's always such a thing, because you talk bad about some teams and we're always you're always messing with Baylor, God. So. Yeah, there's a high level of sensitivity for college football fans specifically. If I can give any advice to anybody, except if you know your team is currently uh, down two to one in a Stanley Cup final, um, don't care. Like, just, it's okay. Like, nothing's going to happen. Did Cowboys lose? Cowboys win? It doesn't really matter. Right. Like, you know, the Rangers suck right now. It, it it just doesn't affect me. Boy, don't don't tell Dustin that. <laughs> he's, what are you talking, he's literally, uh, he's starting the together we will not watch this. Like <laughs> He's on, he is full tilt, man. He is, uh. There's a Rugnet Odor tweet every single day. <laughs> are, are you new to the Dustin environment? Like he's he's Mister Baseball. He knows a lot no, about. No, base, you know, no, I don't. I don't doubt that at all. And, but then, but some of the stuff, I'm like, well, I mean, you you want them to lose so they can get the best draft pick. So leave Rugnet in there. <laughs> but then, yeah, well, yeah. But then, but then you're mad when they lose. I'm like, oh, just just pick a side. Well, what he's trying to say is he'd rather lose with, you know, uh, he'd rather lose with a up and coming guy who's going to at least build upon his war, with a guy who's going to continually uh, lose on his war. That's what he's probably going with. I, Dustin's not here to defend himself, so I can't. Say no, this is not an anti-Dustin <laughs> podcast. I'm just—it's just an observation. No, no, but I, you know, that's uh, that's my understanding from Dustin is that it's he just hates Rugnan and he would prefer anyone else. To be I so. I would have lost, and I still contend that the Rangers' season ended whenever Corey Kluber's shoulder muscle thing tore. What a hell of an start. inning! But you know how I excited lost, I was. You know how oh, ex- I would have lost so much money because I didn't think the Rangers were going to win the division. But when they expanded the playoffs, I was like, they have a shot. I, I'm I'd put money on the Rangers making the playoffs. I didn't, thankfully. But I would have, because I really thought, I, I really thought that they uh, they'd be in the mix, and they were going to rely on pitching, and I didn't think their hitting was going to be historically bad. <laughs> I didn't even know that until t- t- I think it was yesterday. I learned that they're actually going to break a record for. Oh, it's god awful. Yeah, that's incredible. That's I mean, incredible. it's literally the worst ever. But it's it's it's. 
amazing how many people in the regular lineup are hitting like one one eighty five. That's just like the medium the medium of of the batting averages is one eighty five. Yeah, <laughs> and they need to, uh, you know, and we are a sports podcast now, but they need we to were a wrestling something. podcast earlier, and then yeah. Uh, yeah, but now we're a sports podcast. So they need to do something with Gallo. But what they need to do is either trade him or extend him. But the problem is, and I think Boris is his agent. Like, how could you possibly extend him and pay the money that Scott Boris is going to want? For- but also, what what are you going to get for him? No, yeah, I have no idea. Like, I feel like you, okay, we'll give you like three or four middle of the road prospects. No, I, I don't think they're, um, they're pretty much up Schick's Creek because it's, it's going to be turn into like a U Darvish trade if they ever do it. You know, it, it, well, if you wait too long, yeah, it will. And I think he's got two more years. I know it's a little different. Free. I was just saying it's, I'm going to feel the same like, oh, great, we got that guy. Yeah. I mean that was. I don't really care. I'm a San Diego Padre fan now, so no, you're not. It doesn't really matter. So who play who plays most... second? Who plays second base for the San Diego Padres? Padre fan. Uh, the guy who stands next to <laughs> Fernando Tatis Jr. <laughs> okay, that's I've <laughs> proven my point. Let me go over the. Uh... The lineup, real quick, and it's, I'll get you that. Mr. Should be Mr. Cronworth, I'm, sir. I'm literally just a uh, I'm a San Diego Padres fan of their Twitter, and I just noticed that they win every game. So, <laughs> no, they're good, God. and I will tell you that uh, I follow the Rangers, although I haven't watched. It's been weeks since I watched a game but i usually also kind of uh attach myself to just some other random team it's fun to watch and last year it was the brewers and this year it's definitely the white Sox. so that's my team that i'm going for in the playoffs okay. i have no actual you've got the white you've got the white Sox. i got the the padres which i that's just fine. i this is how loosely i follow them i literally only follow the twitter and i just see somebody hit a home run <laughs> and then i go oh cool they won again i didn't realize they were five games back from the dodgers which i guess they should be the dodgers oh, are pretty yeah. stacked so no the dodgers are the favorite if not overwhelming favorite probably to win this whole thing yeah that sounds pretty good there so i guess without any hockey uh like i've We've had Jacob on here. We had Brandon, who's like used to write for uh, uh, defending Big D or whatever the hell. And those are the hockey experts. Now we're going to do a hockey segment with you and me. This should be great. That's a, that's a bad idea. Yeah. So they're losing. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're giving up too many goals. Yeah, more. They gave up more goals than they scored, so that's bad. By, here, here's an idea: don't get down two or three goals in the first period. I know I advice. like a good comeback movie and all, but I think it's a bad. I think it's a bad strategy. Uh, I, they are. It's becoming more and more apparent that they are the inferior team. 
Which, if you would have told me that Saturday morning, I would have been like, I'm going to punch you right now. But after two games, you might be right. <laughs> it's it's absolute. They have to win game four on Friday night. That's they're not winning three in a row in this series. No. But if you win the next one, well, here, the whole thing you want to do when you're the underdog is make it a short series. So making it two out of three is exactly what you want to do. I would say here's the rub. Um, I was trying to find his tweet. I got to find it, but it's um, Brandon tweeted this. It was mostly about uh, that the last two teams or whatever yeah they've they came down from deficits like this you know down one two or whatever but the only issue is is we're playing friday and because and because yes and they're having a back-to-back that can be an issue (laughs) so yeah it's it's not looking great for the stars which really kind of it really kicks. You know what, though? It's a real nut kick, but I, I feel like if maybe if you only think I don't know, winning three three straight is going to be pretty hard. If you go win Friday and then lose Saturday, now you got to go win them all. Here's so, what's going to happen. And go ahead. Here and mark we go. This down. Gonna, I'm marking it down right now. Whoever wins Saturday, or sorry, <laughs> whoever wins Friday is also going to win Saturday. Mm, okay. I didn't predict who's going to win the series. That's I true. Guess unless, you you kind of you kind of did, but you didn't. So you left your, if that's the if most. Tampa wins game four. This thing's absolutely over, and they're going to roll them in game five. But I think the Stars winning game four can start to turn the whole thing the other direction. Yeah, yeah and I rookie guy over here talking hockey. Well, not rookie. I mean, I, I follow hockey really well, but whenever I compare myself to like Jacob and Brandon who know a lot about hockey. I I feel quite inferior, but uh, yeah, penalties, that could be something that could be changed. But the only thing is, is like, I don't mind a penalty. Like if it's worth it or like, not if it's worth it, but like, it's going to happen. It's something like you can't get, you can't not have a penalty. It's like, they're going to find something, but and then you just kill the penalty. It's no big deal. Right. Like, I watch hockey all the time. You get penalties. It's not that big of a You don't always get a goal, but it, you know, I know it does happen, but you just kill the penalty. But so many of the, so many penalties and so well, many bad penalties. Yeah. And the, the general, I guess, response from Twitter was that those are, I guess in game three, there was a lot of weak calls and being a guy that doesn't watch a lot of hockey. I'm not, I'm not opining strongly about what's a penalty and what's not. Cause I'm kind of like, uh, kind of looking around for, Hey guys, what are the rules again? Well, like we're like Radulov's hooking bad penalty. And that was one that it was a penalty. And there was another one where you're like, you really, you called that. I can't remember now, but there was a lot of like, come on, like, or I think it was the one on Lindell or somebody. I can't remember. Again, I, I need Jacob here, and because those are the type of guys that can just rattle these off that they knew each one of these penalties. But yeah, I mean, it's it is those like, and again, I can take it. You know, a 
a hooking. I, that was obviously a hooking. Go sit in the box, and we're going to try to k- kill this. Now, you get a goal scored on you for some bullshit call, like, yeah. you know, where somebody's tripping or, you know, some bullshit like that. I, yeah, I can't I can't even stand it. It's, I think, as you said, it was quite unfair that they scored a goal with that many people. Yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't really try. They shouldn't be trying to do that so hard. Like, we're just having fun here, guys, yeah. you know? <laughs> but, uh... I really wish like the penalty uh, thing happened in other sports, where you get ten guys on the field. Like, uh, that's that's interesting. <laughs> that or a cow in the middle. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm surprised that neither one of the spring football leagues tried that. Yeah. That if you got like a unnecessary roughness Ooh. or a 15 yard penalty that one guy had to sit out for a play. <laughs> You get to pick the guy too, and you're like, <laughs> or, or two guys had to do like the the two man cow costume, <laughs> like a horse, stand in the middle of the field. Oh god! Oh, I am all about that. The Rock, give us a call. We've got ideas, man. So we'll be back. We'll be back in 2022. I'm telling you, it's coming back strong too. You think it's? Well, I guess he does need time to. He's got to get some things together. Well, I, I think there's been talk about them playing in spring 2021 and just doing like a bubble type thing. But I think it's too, it's too quick to put everything back together. And the same teams too. They couldn't bring back the hit. What are those old ones? Old teams. The Hitmen. The Rage. The Rage. Uh gosh. Las Vegas something, right? Uh the Outlaws. Yeah. All right, you look that up. I need a I need a thirty second break. I'll be back. Go right ahead. I'm gonna stop right here. All right. Did you find all the teams? Yeah, I did. I did. And I stopped the recording so I could Oh okay. Edit easier. But I'm ready to go. Uh the two thousand one, so we had the Man, I didn't even remember these. Birmingham Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. I didn't even realize they had an Alabama team. Poor Alabama. Yeah. Never have no, a pro Bur- team. Birmingham is... Uh, it's a large Birmingham town. Part of, it was part of the AAF. I forgot what the name of their team was, but... Well, I guess um, you're going to make me look that up. It was the Iron. They were the Birmingham Iron. that black and silver yeah, yeah, uniforms. yeah. yeah. Not a bad look either. Well, look at that. Uh, it just has a B in a football. Wow. No, it's very simplistic, but it was. Uh, they still have a website. Was... They still have a website up. That no. can you get? Can you still get gear? Like, could I get a Birmingham <laughs> Iron shirt? I believe the. No. <laughs> I don't know what just happened here. No, that's something else. I think. I think Uh-oh. that was some insurance company. <laughs> like that's not it at all. Uh, I probably should just do Birmingham. Uh, nope, I don't want one. I don't want the Thunderbolts. Iron. What? What's? Is there? So just the football? Was the big thing? What? <laughs> I'm confused at what the question was. Uh, hold on. Here. 
Can you see the? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's them. But it just—it's just a football with a B. They I'm look, telling you, they was, look like the Raiders. It, was, it looks like the Raiders. What's wrong with that? I nothing. I, get, I had like rivets. Oh, there's a that kind of looks a little communist, but that's all right. There's nothing wrong with it. The only thing that was wrong was at their games there were about seven people, and that was it. <laughs> have they ever come up with a uh, like the Portland communist, and they just have like a, a hammer and sickle on the side of their helmets? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I see when I see. Look at this forged hammer. It's just like <laughs> she put a sickle a sickle right there. <laughs> it could work. I yeah. think they. In the in the version they used in the league, it just had a B on there. Yeah, that's that's what I saw. Yeah, but, uh, the Chicago Enforcers, Las Vegas Outlaws, the Los Angeles Extreme. That was uh, Mike Maddox's team, right? Tommy Maddox. Tommy. Why did I see Mike Maddox? Is that that's the guy, that's the pitching coach? <laughs> yeah, that's Greg's brother. <laughs> that's Greg, as known as Greg Greg's brother. Uh, Memphis Maniac. I remember Ma- Memphis Maniacs. Right, yeah. My uh, I, I, I had family in Memphis, and they were very excited about this. I think, I think uh, was that who Rashawn Salam played for? <laughs> look that up. <laughs> I feel like fucking Jamie over here. Like, just look it up, bud. No, like, all right. And was, also look look up whether Rashawn Salam's <laughs> still with us or not. <laughs> Poor guy. I was trying to look at whenever uh, the Tennessee Titans arrived. It was 1999. So, yep, oh, okay. That's right. So, at one time, Tennessee had two football teams. Wow. Yeah. Think about that. So, uh, mind, mind blowing. All right. Who did you want me to look up? <laughs> I can't remember. Salam? All the, yeah, Rashawn Salam. Rashawn? He's not alive anymore. Oh, really? That's. Yeah, Sad. this was just. Uh, oh, damn! He really is. Oh, that's the one guy. Um, what happened to him? Uh. Oh. Uh oh. Oh, so he. Oh gosh. Moment yeah. of silence for Rasham Salam. Oh my lord. So he committed suicide. In, he did in uh, Boulder, Colorado. Whoa, this this podcast just got really dark. Oh. Yikes. Well, you know, football's bad, just so you'll know. <laughs> CTE, man. Exactly. It's real. You know, we have to go look at his net worth at the end of that end of his uh, life there. Probably wasn't great. Uh, <sighs> the New York, New Jersey hitman. I did not know that the two states had split that. Always unstable. And that should be in Calgary, by the way. It should be in Calgary. Is that what you said? Yeah, that team should be in Calgary. If they're the Hitmen, yeah, that's for Brett the Hitman Hart, right? Oh, okay, okay. Was that okay. what is? Was that not the intended? No, that's thing they were going me. for. That's on me for not. Uh, oh uh, no, not no, it's that. fine. I I now, in my head now, I'm like, oh, were they going for like, uh, like, killing people? In New York and Jersey, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, this is uh, 2001, and we were we're in Attitude Era on Raw, so they were pushing the envelope as much as possible. And I think the uh, the story goes 
with the first iteration of the XFL was they didn't want to have a coin toss yeah, with the idea that they, they just rolled the ball out and had a guy from each team run and jump on it. I remember that vividly of that. So night. Vince, yeah. Vince McMahon came up with that idea just randomly like on a plane and all he had surrounding him were a bunch of guys that didn't know anything about football were basically wrestling guys or yes men. And they were just like, yeah, that sounds sure, like Vince. a great idea. Let's Whatever. Well, uh, by the way, fun fact about the New Jersey, uh, New York, New Jersey hitmen. By the way, what's that logo right there? I've seen that on another team. It's an H. I know, but I just saw another team that had that specific H. I don't know. Houston Baptist? No, that's not it at all. Triple H. Oh, I I, I literally just saw this. And I wonder if I could take this tweet. No, I really probably can't. But I just saw here that Hebron volleyball pro hebron has taken the hit man i wonder if they know that they they stole that logo i mean it's literally stolen no you're right that does look similar does it say here oh by the way uh breaking news is the hebron volleyball program has shut down for two two weeks somebody got covid somebody got covid somebody got the flu (laughs) somebody got the sniffles and uh, got to shut it all down. Did you see the, uh, I don't know who, it's so pathetic, like, journalists and reporters or whatever. They're like, hey, I'm just on Twitter. I, I was wanting to see if anybody would watch in the stars together. Um, and, and uh, I know who you're talking about, yeah. He's like, yeah, they're, wa- they're uh, you watching stars on Zoom? And it's like, no, we're not, not being pusses about this covid's i said i said uh retweeted i said covid's over no worries so yes there's so yeah i mean i don't think covid is over but i think our, <laughs> i'm being i'm being an no, asshole no, no. So, I, just so I, you know i'm right there with you <laughs> but but i think our our extremely cautious approach to it is over yes everyone's kind of like i'll i'll wear this mask but leave me alone like we're done with this. It's not going to happen. Like, no, to your point, like if uh, I know that um, Major League Baseball is trying to see if they can get the okay for, or maybe it's the state of Texas is reaching out to Major League Baseball to get the okay to have fans at the, uh, the I world, guess it'd be the, the playoffs and the World Series. Well, yeah, the playoffs and the World Series in Arlington. And if they do, I am absolutely interested in going to a World Series game. With if my, okay with my yeah, with my Padres, they they I would definitely go to a Padres I, World Series game. I don't care who it is, and whatever know. combination of teams. If I can get a ticket to go to a World Series game, do you really like, think how how hard do you think that ticket's going to be though? I, I honestly don't know. I guess we're gonna have to find out, but I think that ticket might actually be a lot harder than you think. If they're going to be um, like a twenty-five percent capacity, and it, it might be some, but, I, I mean, mean I, some crazy fans going to want to go, you know, catch COVID just to watch their team win. Well, I was. By the way, it's worth it. I, I paid a 
a pretty penny to go to game <laughs> six in St. Louis. So, okay. Well, I was going to say, I, I thought you were going to talk about, you know, going to WrestleMania, but yeah, that's fine. No, 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 no. But, but I'll, I'll tell you it. I was at game six and seven in St. Louis in 2011. And, uh, between me and the, the person who lives here for free, it was, uh, the number had a comma in it, how much it costs us to go to each one of those games. So totally worth it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, I'm I know. Serious. I mean, as no, much, I, I as don't much, doubt it either. As much heartbreak as there was after, after game six, like I turned to her like in the third inning and I was like, this is worth every dollar that I spent. This is the most amazing sports experience I've ever had. You know, I think and I need to have more awesome. of those. I think I need to have more of those moments in my life where I just go, listen, I look over to my uh, partner. She pays a little rent. Um, <laughs> uh, and just go, listen, we're going to have to eat beans for a week or two. You know, it's going to be okay. Like, no, it, it was for something it was memorable. Worth, yeah, it was worth everything that I spent. And it was nothing but. Well, I mean, there was part of the game that was enjoyable, but in the end, it was just nothing but the most, the biggest sports heartbreak I will ever experience. I was but about it was to worth say, every, every dollar I spent. As I said, not during like week two of a Cowboy game, but if, like, let's say your team is in the World Series or there's a Stanley Cup, there's an emotional level there. And I, you know, uh, you know, I, I cried like a baby whenever they won their first pennant. So I, I yeah. yeah, so. I get that no. point, but you know, and I'll t tell you that, um, cause I have in-laws that live in the Houston area and when they had the Super Bowl in Houston, that was the Patriots Falcons, the 28 to three comeback. <laughs> so, so I didn't, I didn't go, Oh yeah, but I could have, I could have gotten tickets very upper level, like way up there for like 500. That would have been so and worth I, it. That would have been worth and it. And I decided yeah, exactly. And I decided not to do it because I was like, man, 500 bucks for me. It was just going to be me going 500 bucks for a football game. I, I don't know. I just couldn't do it. And then after the fact, I was like, I'll regret this for the rest of my life. Wow. That makes and, sense. And I would though. tell you right now, I would do whatever. You could take $500 out of whatever account I have right now for me to have the experience of being at that game. Absolutely. Oh, no question. Not gonna lie though, Twitter was pretty pretty sweet. It was hilarious. It was a hilarious night, for me at least. Oh I, yeah, for sure. I mean, it was top tier. I'm gonna say it, the election night and that game. Uh oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not gonna uh, specify night. what election night. But it was that election. Well, there's only one <laughs> because only one matters. <laughs> but but the last election night that I experienced, I was at a, uh, a, a local podcast covering of the election night down oh, in deep Ellum. No, did, did and they, let me tell you, was it, let me tell you brother, 99% of the people there were extremely disappointed as <laughs> how things turned out. And I, I am not a, I'll be honest. I'm not a fan of the man who uh, fronts our current we don't need a we don't need a caveat. You, you, but I, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I'm more. I mean, I'm kind of indifferent towards everything in general. So I was just kind of there, 
but uh, the mood was somber at best. Is that on audio? Just... Is there some audio of that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's an episode. God, maybe I did listen to that. I, I only uh, watched the uh, Joe Rogan End of the World where they did from the comedy store. I only watched that one. That was great, by the way. Oh, okay. Anybody who's listening should should watch the uh, it's it's not even Joe Rogan's not even the best part of that. Bill Burr was on there, and he's the best part of that whole thing because he's like not a Trump supporter. And this he's got he's got this one comedian comes up and she's like he's about to be the president. He's like shut up. It's like <laughs> they're over there crying and he, the, that's where I'm like you just laugh about it. Like this is funny. Like I remember laying in bed. Sitting there, I rolled over it, and it was two o'clock in the morning. I still left the television on, and I rolled over, and it said Trump is. I go. <laughs> I I mean I think I had kind of the same reaction of oh. the the night before being like, wow, he really won. But then getting up in the morning and being like, okay, I'm gonna I'm an old man, so I still get the newspaper, so. I'm going to get go out, get the paper, and when I open it up, it's going to say he didn't really win. Just kidding. Like, Donald, he's not really our president. And then open it up and be like, this is reality. This is this is where we are. This is a man that just me personally, I grew up, and this is largely driven by sports because he was an owner in the USFL, <laughs> sued the NFL, and they, you know, settled. He got like a dollar or whatever. I grew up basically viewing this guy as a buffoon for my whole life. And now he's the leader of the free world. This oh. is the life I'm living. Oh, I know. Well, like I told the slight humble brag, but, uh, you know, I have a good friend. Uh, her name is Marin Morris. And uh, she's not really a good friend. But I, I ran, I went to one of her shows and, uh, in, in uh, Green, at the Green Hall. And actually, okay. I actually went on to her bus. I don't know if you know who Marin Morris is, but I f- feel like that's a name that halfway... She's I, a, know, I know who that is. Yeah. Well, I went, to, I went to high school with her, and I don't know if she took it at... To, oh, whoa, whoa, what? whoa. Let's go back. High what? school, huh? Well, All really, right. the high school interactions weren't much of anything. That's... It, the interactions with her were actually past high school, um, but I'm I got on her bus. I'm like, this is just surreal. Like I'm on your I'm on your tour bus. Uh, she had just recently won a Grammy, and I go, you've won a Grammy. I'm on your tour bus. Trump is president. I feel like someone's punking. <laughs> like there's these things <laughs> in my life. I'm like, are this like really ha-? I'm like? This is a person that I used to hang out with and like we'd go to bars and listen to music and or I'd go to some show where five people are paying attention to her and now she's uh, some country music recording artist and won't rec- and won't return any of my phone calls which is totally okay. Uh. I wouldn't return my phone. <laughs> I would never return some guy named Brad's phone call. No, no, no. Trust me. If you if you call <laughs> if you called me and left a message, you're not getting a return call. No, I was lucky yeah. that I got to see her that one night. I go, this is the last time I'll ever see you. I didn't say that to her, but you know, did she big time you? No, she's like, what's the otter thing? Is like it's like nothing had ever changed. 
Oh, really? That's just the crazier part. You're just sitting there talking to her. I'm uh my get I got a permission to smoke a cigarette in her bus from my wife. So I was like, I don't smoke, but this is what me and her used to do back in the day. So like let's Okay. Let's let's light a cigarette up and hang out. So 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 Green Hall, is that uh was a little bit underwhelming to you or <laughs> I guess you've been there. <laughs> Just once, but I kind of yeah. walked past it and I was like, oh, wow, that's a kind of a small place. <laughs> well, what was funny is I go into Green Hall and I was like, I got to go to the restroom. And I go, where's the restroom at? And it's like, oh, so they're right by the stage. Like I could have ran into her like, well, I got to go take a piss. And right. like as she's coming on stage. But thankfully, I don't think she ever has to play there ever again. She yeah, it, her, I, that was more or less a uh that was more or less a, a bucket list for her. Yeah. To say she played a, there. I think it's more of a rite of passage exactly. type location than anything else. Like she even told I mean, me, she's like, uh when I told my tour manager or whoever sets up her tour, she's like, I want to play Green Hall. And they're like, What? Like, <laughs> no, this place sucks. Like you can play way and she's like, nah, just book it. And she booked it. So yeah. So while you were while you were down there, did you eat at the Grift Mill? I think I. Okay, which one's the Grift Mill? Because I, I'm that, sorry, I have like the. That's the one. No, that's the that's the place that everybody goes to. That's the big tourist restaurant trap, but it like doesn't have AC in there. Uh, I think we I we did. didn't go there because I've been there mill. once, at, and it was during the summer. And they were like, uh, yeah, you can go eat there. It doesn't have air conditioning. I was like, I will literally go anywhere else. I think I did. I think it's a place that had a chicken fried steak. Well? Yeah, I had, I had a chicken fried steak there. I, I, we might, be, I, might, be getting, I might be getting them wrong. Well, I'm looking on the website here that there's a chicken fried steak here. Well, you're in... You're in Central Texas. There's pretty much chicken fried steak everywhere. What's what's the meal? I don't know. I, I you know, yes, Green Hall uh, or Green Texas or whatever's kind of cool, but also like, ah, eh, I could probably just no. It's all right. Well, you know the re- I mean, the reason why I even went went there is because she actually played at the the. Um, What's the the venue in Dallas? The hard, uh, not the Hard Rock. I'm thinking the Hard Rock. That's not it. House of Blues. House of Blues. She played House of Blues, and I told Kelly, I was like, "Listen, we're gonna go to House of Blues, and everybody who went to our house or or knows her or whatever is gonna be there, okay? And we're probably not gonna see her. If we go drive down to Green and go there, no one's gonna be there, right? And it worked out. So, so when she played at the House of Blues, did she play like the main stage, or did she play the? Uh, I think she plays like a, the side stage thing. What I think there's like the different. There's another room there. I forget what it is. It's a smaller venue within the House of Blues when you're not very popular. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I don't think she could probably. I think the House of Blues would be like five thousand or something. Does that sound uh, right? Or maybe a little less? I'm going to take the under on that. But, I mean, it's certainly in the thousands. But I think it's lower than five. Okay. Maybe 
Okay, so let's five, go twenty five hundred. So five thousand would be like uh, I don't even know what they call it now, Nokia Theater. So yeah, that's probably somewhere in the five to eight range. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think she was definitely playing under a thousand people, which now don't even. Well, we saw her before all COVID hit, and holy crap. Go to a Marin Morris concert, concert by the way. Not, I mean, I don't care if you like her or not. Like, if you're, like, single, go there. She has <laughs> she has all female fans, by the way. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. And, That's good advice for the audience. But but make sure you card, because I think there could be some discrepancies <laughs> down the road. So. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Dude, she has young fans too. So, um, anyways, uh, did you want to talk about? Well, I don't want to talk caller daddy. We're about to end here in a second because that, that could take no, no, a little no. while. No. Uh, that review of that podcast is a whole separate episode. Yeah. I think so. But we're what? gonna if that ever happens, I think we're supposed to watch Swamp Thing too, and that never happened either. But. No, but there's no timetable on that. That can yeah, happen at any time. Exactly. And I need to listen to an episode of that other po- podcast before we can talk about it. Get ready, dude. I, I, I sent you a couple episodes that you need to listen to, but get ready. This is whatever we're talking about is uh obviously I mean I, I can just speak for the fact that I I know we have uh not even a fraction maybe a fraction of their listeners, but God, I can't believe that it's one of those things where you're just like, I, I can't believe this is popular. So yeah, and I haven't I haven't listened to it, but um huh. I guess maybe just having the bar stool name behind it, I guess, does something for you. Well, I mean that's gonna get people just to check it out and see what it's all about. But I don't know. I, I assume this is the whole falls under the whole stereotype of well, you think guys are uh, discussing the way they talk? You yes. Hear, you should yes. hear chicks talk about this. You stuff. haven't even listened to it, and that might as well have been the pitch. Like, that's it, right? And I was just like, okay. And and you know, in my mind, I was thinking, oh, it's probably a bunch of dudes listening to it. And then as I was investigating, it's like, no, they actually have a very large women uh, following, uh, and I'm like, ugh. Like, what's happening? <laughs> um, well, I'm I'm intrigued, and uh, yeah, well, I think well, it's a good idea for well, us to all listen to the same episode yeah. and then review it. And we also need we also need the hockey guy on here to. Uh, I think we need at least three on here to be able to properly review this thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one last thing, and this is only uh, well. Two things. Number one, I found a new favorite Twitter pastime, and it's okay. and, it's, and it's brought me so much joy. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna run by it real fast. But the one thing I do, and if you ever follow me on Twitter, you'll see uh, maybe some hot sports opinions. But there'll be some. Uh, the first one I realized that I got a reaction out of was Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan apologized for like getting a fact wrong in some part of his podcast. And it was so weird. It was very strange. He he had to do this whole apology. I'm like, "Why are you doing?" Like, if you like go to Joe Rogan for like f- hard-hitting facts or something right. like that or uh like you have to fact check him or something, like 
you need to go find another podcast. It was an odd thing. And all I did was simply, I simply wrote, who effing cares? That's all I wrote in the twit, in the replies. And I, then I went to, like, I went to working, didn't have my phone on me. And then I open up and I have hundreds of notifications of just upset folk. Are they arguing with you or just arguing with, with each other? That's even better. It's because the whole thing is that you think, oh, yeah, then you argue with them. It's like, no, 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 that's the trap. Don't do that. You just send the tweet and say nothing after. And then just watch people lose their minds on each other. And you get like the total opposite guy you don't agree with. He's he's like defending you and you're like, golly. And, he's, and then you got the one who's all upset and they're losing their minds. And you just watch just full-on debauchery of what happened so wow yeah i saw you mentioned that i didn't go through the uh various responses but well i I don't think it's anything to go look at but it's been fun to look at and i'm not saying it's taken restraint but it was like it was maybe just a different tactic because maybe in the past i would have been like well you know you're actually wrong Blah, 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 or something like that. And now I'm just like, no, I'm not responding to... Like, I think a new Twitter rule is just, I don't respond to anybody I don't want to anymore. I think that's fair. I think that's the best way to do it. It's just like, if someone says something to you, like, you're freaking stupid. You're just like, I don't care what you... Like, I I have no no response for you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like you're going to respond and then you're going to agree to some kind of yeah. treaty and then no i want to i want to interact with people that i want to interact with on twitter but that was right uh, and i had another one that hit it was a, from another large twitter guy actually mma guy too it was kind of strange so yeah uh so that's my new pastime i got i'm picking my shots though i'm not just sending them out to whoever like someone tried to make a dig at me that well, yeah, whatever. No one listens to your podcast, and I go, I already know that. Yeah, <laughs> you're trying to. I saw that. Yeah, you're like, oh, you're trying to hit on my podcast. Ooh, that's where it hurts, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> unless you're trying to make a living at this, which <laughs> yeah, if we were, we would be living underneath a bridge. Like right, exactly, that's all we would be doing. We'd be in the same cardboard box <laughs> right now, talking to each other. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, give it a try if if you're out there. But, uh, one last thing is, um, well, I was on, on my little, I'm back home, by the way, I'm at the mothership tonight, uh, not in a hotel in, in Georgetown. Uh, but I was, I was scheming through Netflix and I came upon, uh, not another teen movie and what is that? Not another teen movie or something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. This might've been a little past your prime no, no, I, no, I, I've, I, I've seen it you would have been like mid-20s you, you would probably still watch it but like whenever i was a teenager you're like oh cool like this is funny and you know got some sex stuff that's you know, when you're <laughs> when you're a teenager that's that sounds pretty good so uh but i was watching it and i was just like i can't believe this movie was made it's amazing by the way i guess we could do a review of that but uh it's I don't know if it can go any further than just what it is. But, and so then I, I watched another movie, which I think maybe I'm going to, 
I on my notes I'm looking at it says old sexual teen movies. That's all I that's all I put down there of what I wanted to talk about. But I, I ran into the movie Sex Drive. Have you seen yeah, that that's movie? Sex Drive? Yes. No. It's I'm not uh, familiar with that. Uh I can't remember the full on uh I, I know for a fact that uh lead maybe is not the this was made in two thousand eight. So definitely not one like in, in in your wheelhouse or anything like that. And I don't think he's really done anything else. It stars Z- Josh, Josh Zuckerman. Uh, no. Clark Duke is a guy you might know. He was in a Hot Tub Time Machine. He was the little nerdy guy. Oh, uh, the guy with the glasses? Yeah, with the glasses. Uh, he's yeah. in this movie. And also, also very, it's very strange. And also the chick... From Silicon Valley, uh, the one who was the assistant, I think her name is something. Yeah, I can't remember her name now. Uh, Monica. You know, I never finished the last season of that. I didn't either. You got rid of uh, what's his name, and I was out. Just being honest with you. Oh, uh, uh, TJ. Yeah, TJ Miller. TJ Miller left. I was pretty much gone. Sorry. Yeah. Did it I end? The, did it end good? I know. I don't know. The, the next to last season was just kind of okay, and I know the last, they had a last one. I never watched any of it. Yeah. Talk about. I'm. I'm just gonna say it. That's talk about your all time fall off movie. Like the first two seasons are just goddamn oh. amazing. Dude, the uh, the, yeah, the middle jer- out. Yeah, middle out. Yeah. Finale of season one is that one was, of the funniest things ever. That might be like historical. TV watching. I remember where I was was at that moment. But anyways, back to this movie Sex Drive, which you should watch. I think it's actually really fucking funny. Like it's okay. really funny. Uh and you, you know, you think of it and you're like, what the hell is this? It's it's a movie basically he's uh he has an online persona and he's meeting up with some girl. Uh he's talking to this girl. It's kind of like Euro Trip. You uh, you okay. remember you remember Euro Trip? By the way, Euro Trip, another great teen sex movie, but <laughs> where you, where teen movies like in the uh, late '90s, early aughts were just like, guy wants to have sex, so he drives real far to have sex, or he'll so just do anything. <laughs> That's it. Like road trip. Like go to Europe. Like road yes, trip. He'll I'll just do, do anything to get. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's so he has an online persona and he's he's talking to this chick and. It was this whole thing where she's like, if you meet up with me, I'll have sex with you. And he's like, oh, my gosh, cool. He has to, like, drive from t- uh, somewhere. I can't remember exactly how far away he was. He's from Illinois to Tennessee. From from Knoxville, Tennessee to, I don't think, Bartlett. Oh, that is really a city. Bartlett, Illinois. So who's in this movie? So Josh Zuckerman, the guy, the, the guy from Hot Tub Time Machine, Okay. Amanda Crew, who is Monica from, uh, she's the, uh, she was like the assistant of that um, guy in the first season, who like does died he, off. So does the main character like steal his older brother's car? Yes. I've yes. seen this movie. Okay. So you and another guy who's in it, which is surprising, and this is why I say this movie is probably the last of its kind. In 2008, this is probably the last that you'll ever see of these movies. And there'll probably be some that are like, 
highly sexualized, but not as like really offensive as this is because uh, James Marson uh, from I would say he's, he's the older brother, right? He's the older brother. He's the guy from okay. Sonic the Hedgehog. I guess I didn't oh, realize he was in that. Uh, oh, I've seen that. Let me tell you, I've seen that like three times. <laughs> <laughs> and uh well i know him from uh what's that show why am i th- i'm blanking on uh, all the shows. he West was in the stra- he was in the strangers as well you ever seen that no like Ooh, the thumbs up uh that's the scary movie yeah mm. you need to watch that i do because so, i like a good scary movie which i'm not allowed to watch in this house oh that's weird well, she just gets yeah. really scared, so that's, that's... I've seen... You know what? Now that I think about it, I think I've seen Sex Drive. Not that bad, right? You need, to, remember, you need to rewatch. This is going back, yeah, this is going back several years. Well, there's numerous scenes. I'm not going to get into it, but I just want to say that you know, Sex Drive being the last of the like highly offensive... I know. I think last week I ranted on cuties or something like that, but this is quite different <laughs> from eleven-year-old, you know, yeah. dancing to like. I mean, when you're a teenager, you know, you're obviously just hit puberty and everything. But there's this. It's this. The last offensive sexual type movie, teen movies, and that one was like, oh crap! Yeah, the 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 funny. Um, it's kind of like he's fourth build in this by by the way i guess it's but uh seth green's in it he plays like the amish guy okay and obviously he, he, he plays ezekiel obviously he looks like you know, you know but he plays ezekiel and it's a very small role and he's billed fourth by the way uh i think he got that just on his name alone cuz i think he's only in the movie for like 8 minutes if that right but uh more than uh you know, Marty's girlfriend in Back to the Future. <laughs> so, <laughs> in both she movies. Paid, she got paid six figures to do one scene and be laid down in a porch swing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I kind of watched it. I was just like, ah, just... and it's kind of funny to see her. Like, you watch the movie, go watch the movie again and seeing the girl from from Silicon Valley. Like, she's much younger uh, a little awkward. I'm not, uh, I think she was of age, by the way, of this filming. So I'm not being creepy or anything. She, you Let's know. assume. Well, she's a year older than me. I was in 2008. Yeah, I was of, I was of age. Shut up. All right. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know if you can think of, like, I know like Porky's was like the first big, like, teen. Yeah. Which I don't think I've ever actually fully watched that movie back and forth i've i think i've seen it before but i don't recall anything now i don't even know if you could even find that movie anymore i think because i think there's oh, like yeah i think there's like a it's like a weird sexual like uh not full-on rape like like nerds like where there's like they're oh like there's, so that's, that's what i was going to transition that's a to full, i've seen revenge of the nerds like <laughs> and that's a full-on uh kind of rape 50 scene. times <laughs> well you know, if you <laughs> <laughs> thank you for and and now uh, Jay, who's your lawyer, he will be giving your defense on that. Wasn't that so, big of a deal? <laughs> so if you're having sex with somebody, 
and you think it's somebody, but it just happens to be someone else, is that rape? That's the question. That's the question, and you end up enjoying it out there, and you go, yeah, I guess I'll fall in love with that guy. Uh, so Exactly. All but right. I, I'm asking questions. I'm not making I, I, We're not making presumptions. Any, yeah, exactly. We're not... No, this isn't final or anything. By the way, Porky's the fifth highest grossing film of 1982. It is, uh, I think I've seen parts of it before, but that's a little before. Revenge of the Nerds is right in my wheelhouse, Yeah, I, I remember, Porky's is not. Yeah, I remember really liking Revenge of the Nerds. And I, uh, I'm trying to think, of, you know, like whenever I grew up, it was like American Pie was that big teen yeah. sex movie. But that was uh, still that was still I'm still in the range where I definitely went to see that and the second one. Like I bet the you theater. went to like go like I had to like find a VHS and like like hide it from my parents. That kind of movie. That was Oh no, I, I went to see it like yeah. at the movies. Yeah. Now I did <laughs> <laughs> what? I I did once <laughs> Watch the very first one, like with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> but I had seen it before. What? But like the uh, <laughs> the scene where he's referencing the book with all the tips on it on how to, you know, like do stuff. You just like look oh. at your parents, like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Hey, how about this, huh? This is this is fun. We're having fun here, aren't we?" Oh god. That's like the time I uh I I guess I, you know, I'm a you know, married and whatever. I'm a grown adult and on I was with my in-laws and I was like, "Hey, look, Boogie Nights is on. Y'all want to watch that?" Oh no. <laughs> and and I was and I was like, "It's a really like I think a Boogie Nights is not like a uh I know it's a highly sexual movie, but I, I like as a film, like I, it's like really well done, like beyond. Oh that. no, it's a good movie. It's, it's a really a movie. great movie. So I was it's like, graphic. oh yeah, I forgot this part. I forgot this. And he's like looking. He's like, so you would watch like my father-in-law looks at me. He's like, so you would watch this with your parents? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, probably not. No, that makes you the cool son-in-law. Exactly. Yeah. Come on, so, bro. Let's watch porn movie. <laughs> Probably an extremely awkward moment. Have you ever seen the movie Vanilla Sky with Tom Cruise? I don't think I've actually ever watched that movie. I know the movie. I, I know, every, yeah, but okay, I so never actually watched. It. it was more of the, that was one of those movies where I was like, it looks super boring, gay. No, it's it's very uh, it's kind of out there. It's a little complex. I think yeah. it's a pretty good movie, but there's a scene that. Um, this doesn't ruin ruin the movie. It's okay. But, and you're never going to watch it anyway. I might. But I think we had rented it, and I was just hanging out at my parents' house like for the weekend. And we had rented it because I was like, ah, Tom Cruise, this, this is probably good, you know, whatever. And there's a scene with him and Cameron Diaz, and they're driving in the car. Yeah. And and she's upset with him because mm-hmm. he's breaking up with her or something like that. And they're driving along and also <laughs> and we're watching the movie. And all of a sudden she utters the phrase like, I can't believe this. Oh, oh I yeah. Let, I, I, I let I, you I let you come in my <laughs> mouth. 
<laughs> and then she drives off a bridge. That movie might be worth it just for that one line. And I'm telling you, like, I was just like, I'm not looking. O- I'm just looking at the TV. I'm not looking over at them. I'm nope. not saying anything. Nope. I'm just not even gonna. I'm, well, nope. I don't even know how you can hold like a not even like like I'm I, I'm asleep right now. Oh God. That's awkward. All right. Well, I guess we'll end it with that. <laughs> so everybody, everybody, go back and watch the Cameron Diaz scene. <laughs> oh, with Penelope Cruz. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's good. Okay. okay. So we've we've got Sex Drive, uh, Vanilla Sky. Try to see if we can watch Porky's one day. I don't know, but all right, Jay. I've held you for long enough. I'm gonna go. All right. Appreciate we'll see you it, later. See you. Yeah, no problem. Later. See you. By the way, this is not okay. a prank. This is not a fake call. No. In case you're wondering. Hello. Yeah, Brian Marchment, please. Yep. Brian. Yep. Hey, it's Dunham and Miller at Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Can we talk to you for a sec? Nope. We just want to talk to you about the hit last night, the cheap shot. Nope. You don't want to talk about it? Well, I'll talk about it, but not at the hotel. Um. All right. Would you like to set up an interview? Sure. Okay. Uh, would you like to do uh, an interview in person? Have one of our reporters get to you, or could you come up here and do our show at some point? Uh, somebody wants to come to the rink after practice. I'll do it. What time are you guys practicing today? I have no idea. Oh, really? Yeah. We didn't wake you up, did we? Yep. Yeah, it oh, sounds really? like you did. Yeah. You know, the city's really ticked off this morning. Yeah. Well, those things happen. Yeah. Wasn't it kind of a cheap shot? No, why would you figure it's a cheap shot? Just because the way you held his knee up as you went into the boards, it just it seemed very unnatural. Yeah, well, I don't think so. Yeah. I wouldn't try and cheap shot Joe Newendike. Mm-hmm. We just hadn't seen anything like this since Hammer hit Mickey Spagnola in the ticket hockey game. Yeah. Yeah. Probably weren't familiar with that. Well, um, do you, are you going to kind of be looking over your shoulder on Friday? Do you, do you feel like retribution might be headed your way? I always got to look over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, I mean, do you feel that way? I mean, when you go on the ice, do you feel like you're like the most hated guy on the ice when you go out there? As far as uh, like the fans look at you, not necessarily the players, but how the fans look at you. Well, am I doing this interview now? I take it. Well, I guess so. <laughs> well, we just started getting into it, and we have uh-huh. we're, we're having such a nice conversation. We didn't want to end it. Oh yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's fun because you've stirred up the fans this morning so much here on the show. In fact, uh, you know, Kiki Vandeway used to get booed a lot, and and Robin Ventura, the White Sox. You're now like the most hated guy among Metroplex sports fans. <laughs> That's not something I'm proud of, that's for sure. Um, I'll tell you, quickly, can I give you directions to J.J. Pierce High School? <laughs> there's, a, there's a guy over there that wanted to meet you. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, so you don't, do you consider yourself like a, um, like a hitman or a cheap player in any way? No. Just a physical player? Just a physical player. Like, if you guys... Uh, from down here or wherever, I watch hockey ten or fifteen years ago. Uh, you know that's the way the game was played every every night, night in and night out. And uh, you know, then your tough guys came out and got it over with. And there's a five on five, and your your finesse players were even involved. And 
and that's the way I watched hockey. That's the way I grew up playing hockey, and and you know, it's just hockey's changed, and not as much fighting anymore, and so on. Do you think it's just coincidence that you've taken out three stars? Now, why did why does this stuff seem to happen against the stars? They're injury prone. You think so? <laughs> you think so? <laughs> so you, you, you think? Uh, okay, let me ask you this: Have you have you thrown out a hit like you did on New and Dyke on anybody else this year? Have I? Yeah. Yeah. Where you've had the guy's leg while you're going into the boards? I didn't have his leg. I rode him out and finished my check. It was a clean hit. Actually, I think Ken Hitchcock, their coach, even said it was a clean hit. Yeah, but he, yeah, probably, he did. Yeah. He has said that publicly. Yes, he has. He what? Sorry? I said he has said that publicly. Yes, he has. Yeah. As has the, as have the other stars. But just looking at it on a replay, it, it appears that you held onto his leg when you went into the boards. And that's why I was wondering if you felt like you'd done that to anybody else this year. I don't know. You guys look into things too much, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got four and a half hours to kill. Yeah, we got a long morning, so. show. We got a really long show that we got to fill. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. Just I, I tell you what. If I sell the T-shirts, you want a cut of them, like uh, like anti-marchment T-shirts. <laughs> Brian Bosworth used to do that. Yeah. I don't know, guys. Where are you guys out of anyways? I've never even heard of this. Yeah, we're here. Show. We're we're in Dallas, Fort Worth. It's uh, the ticket, the All Sports Radio Station. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does yeah. it do well? Yeah, yeah, we do really well. We do really well. Yeah. yeah, we're number one. Yeah. Oh, good. So, you promote uh, hockey, or what do you do? Well, I, I don't know if our show is known as like a big hockey show, but we are definitely into it now with the yeah. stars doing so well and everything. And we get in, we get into controversy, and you created a lot of controversy. Yeah, which is good. That's a good thing. See, there you go. I'm making you guys money. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, well, who knows? I'm tired, boys. All right. Well, you, want, you want to go to sleep? <laughs> Yeah, hey, we can relate to that. We only get like four or five hours every night, so we can relate to a lack All right, of sleep. We, we just need to warn you, you are public enemy number one here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. So, so you need to watch your step today and, of course, tomorrow on the ice. Mm-hmm. Because, because I think that there's going to be retaliation. From who? From, um, uh, well, uh, either Mike Kennedy. Yeah, somebody. Maybe somebody who's scratched. <laughs> yeah. You guys obviously didn't watch the game last night. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we watched did. the game. Yeah. That's why we called you. We thought it was a controversial play, so we called you. Oh, yeah, let me ask you this. When Bob Basson hit you in the third, yeah. was, was that, did, did that do anything to you, or was that just a run-of-the-mill hit? Oh, great. I don't know. What is he, a buck 60? <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't even feel it, you're saying. I mean, he got airborne, for yeah, gosh sakes. He jumped two feet in the air. That's a penalty. You <laughs> <laughs> know, it's a big deal. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't complain about that stuff. It, 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 that that's hockey. I had fun. If you if you notice, I kind of had a chuckle on my face after he did it, and there was no penalty call. So, hmm. who knows? Man, you're a bad dude. Bad dude. No, I'm not. All right. Uh, okay. Well, hey, we appreciate you coming on this morning. Thanks for doing that. But again, you are public enemy number one. Don't forget that. Thanks for coaxing me into it, boys, and thanks for the wake up call. <laughs> okay. okay. Don't we'll rip me too hard. Uh, oh, we no, we've already oh, done well. that. It's yeah, too we've late. We've already done that all day. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. We'll see you. All right. That's Brian Marchman. Wow. I mean, obviously, I don't want to come off like the egotistical dick here, but I mean, I think there's a reason you got me on the on your station instead of Scott Murray. Yeah, I not about that. I mean, I, I realize that puts you. I mean, you can't very well say that to people who advertise yeah. with you.